Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Wednesday the 1st of June 2022. Dom Knight here with Andrew Hansen and Charles Firth has his voice back. I'm so sorry, Andrew, that Charles is back. No. Oh, Charles, are you speaking again, are you? I'm completely well. Can you oh, hear that? This I... is bad news for the eardrums of everybody around the world. But it was the weirdest thing because, like, I went, like, because I was really worried. I was kept on doing these COVID tests going, mm. you know, I can't, like, must have something really bad. You know, but it couldn't be the flu because I had the flu shot a couple of weeks ago. So I actually ended up going to the doctor and the doctor mm. was all... Like sort of a bit derisive about me coming in. She said, Charles, you've got a cold. Colds still exist. You're allowed <laughs> to have colds nowadays, but what you don't do is you turn up to the doctor to find out that you've got a cold. Like she <laughs> sort thought, of, she sort of insulted me for turning up. You were you were cold shamed. Yes, I was cold shamed. This is because Labor's in office now, so you just figured you'd just go to the GP for yeah. anything. Go to the GP for a cup of tea, isn't that what they say? For a chat. Yes. To soothe your, your cloying loneliness. <laughs> is it the GP? <laughs> Charles, did you lose your voice, though, or were you up the night before until 3am explaining a grand plan to somebody? No, this <laughs> is the thing. I had the world's most boring weekend. I was writing all weekend, so I didn't even use my voice. Oh, okay. Maybe you were actually sick. Yeah, I was actually sick. No, and the other worrying thing was mm. on the Monday morning, I I swore that I had lost my taste. Oh. Right. But then I realised I, I have no sense of taste. So, yeah. <laughs> actually, mm. looking back on mm. 30 years of your wardrobe, <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this much is true, yes. And today, uh, look, I noticed that we have a new ministry in the government, like a new portfolio, um, which is this funny thing, sort of thing called arts. Mm. So, uh, look, I thought, well, that, that, that's just one. I reckon there are a few other portfolios that we should probably invent now that we've got a new government. So uh, we'll, we'll be brainstorming some of those. And I'm going to take a look at a wonderful sports uh, event coming up, the Saudi Arabian Golf Tournament, oh being organised by Greg Norman. It's all coming up in a moment. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. Now, Charles and Dom, uh, look, I was very surprised when uh, the new Prime Minister started announcing, you know, his, his cabinet. You know, he started announcing mm. who's in charge of what, who, you know, which minister is in charge of which which job, mm. right? which which ministry. Do we call them ministries in Australia? No, yeah. or is that the, the yeah. British people? Yeah. Portfolios, ministers, whatever. The ministries. Yeah, the ministries. ministries. Well, he's got this new one, mm. and it's called Arts. The Ministry you know, for Arts. Yeah, apparently. I mean, what do they want? Do they want a country with spirit where life is enjoyable to live? No, where's no, the no. Money, where's the money in that? No, no, no. No, Andrew, Andrew you've got to realise, like, if, if the last government is any guide, when, mm. when you have a minister for something, that means that they're against that thing. So the minister for water was about stripping oh. everyone of water. The minister for I the see. environment was, was – that was Susan Lee. She was charged with destroying the environment. Mm, housing. So, <laughs> 
So I think oh. if if the previous government is mm. any guide, the fact that there's a minister for art, we should all be in fear. Of well, yes. That's yeah. a good point, actually, because yeah. it, it's Tony Burke, who oh, we've had on the friend, podcast. Friend of the show, He's Tony also Burke. the Workplace Relations Minister, so I can only assume he's going to be in charge of making it even harder for artists <laughs> to earn a crust by bringing in all <laughs> yeah. these new terms and conditions. Is that is that what he's doing? I'm not sure. <laughs> I assume. So. Well, I assume. So. Well, I mean, workplace. You know, I've never seen an artist in a workplace. It, it, it is, look, I must say, this is a very worrying trend from this government because <laughs> Anthony Albanese was seen at the Belvoir Street Theatre going to a play the other night. Yeah, I saw Ooh, that. A, and apparently, it was just because he enjoys going to plays. Oh, that's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. Gee, a proper I, prime minister should only be seen at the footy. And I then presume this, he was. He went to to just work out how to best to shut it down. Well, that's what it would have yeah. been in the previous government. No, I think the suggestion here is that he actually sort of enjoys things. And then Billy Bragg this morning mm. came out on Twitter and endorsed Anthony Albanese, saying that, you know, they met at some <laughs> rock concert at the Enmore 30 years ago and they've been friends ever since. I'm not hugely surprised that the glowing endorsement from Billy Bragg came after the election. <laughs> you know, like it's it's Mr. The, the one unreconstructed socialist <laughs> left in the UK. <laughs> we have any fans. Now, of course, Albo loves yeah. Billy Bragg. And then, and yeah. then Tony Burke, when he was on here a um, mm. couple of times ago, he was talking about how he's pushing for a, an insurance scheme for live performance. Mm. Which would actually mean that it would be possible to not be ruined every time you try and put on a live event. Oh my God! Imagine that. That that would have that would have seriously changed the uh, the live shows that that you and I have been doing, Charles, wouldn't it? Because exactly. we wouldn't have resulted in both of us going bankrupt. I know exactly. Amazing. Yeah, I'll be able to feed my family. It'll be terrible. This is very novel. I don't yeah. know. And what I mean, this leaves you in a real pickle because how? What sort of? You, then you're going to have to choose food. You're yeah. going to have to go to the supermarket. I uh, know it's going to be a real pain. Yeah, and then the the kids will all sort of start getting all picky again, and you know they will because yes. There'll be something more than gruel to have for Actually, dinner. That's the problem. They'll yes. start getting energy. They'll be defiant. <laughs> there is um, going to be a genuine crisis, though, in what we do. Mm. And I'm just hearing it in this segment. Oh, yeah. Are we just going to have, I mean, in, in the art of satire and political comedy, mm. are we just going to have three years of heavy-handed sarcasm? Is that, Are we going to have a drought of every con, of every sort of con, oh, uh, content? Because we're not going to whinge anymore. There's nothing yes, to whinge about. just talking about what the government's doing with with mock disapproval, <laughs> where you actually is that what we're going to chase is going to be from I, now? I have no doubt in Labor's capacity to disappoint. <laughs> like, no, I yeah, don't yeah, think exactly you should that. worry about that, Dom. No, this is just yeah, the brief. <laughs> this is the <laughs> brief out. Listening to you I mean, both and just hearing the brief uh, outbreak of hope, of hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before it's dashed next week. I am disappointed that Christina Keneally is not there because, like, from day one, she would have been a fuckwit to everyone. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to have to wait a few more weeks. And you say she's not there, but mm. that, that's, I heard a rumour the other day that she might run in if there's a by-election in Cook, in Scott Morrison's seat, which I suppose would be a good way of making sure the Liberals win it. <laughs> she's none <laughs> from two in lower house races. Yes. Maybe Morrison's asked her in to, to run. <laughs> Captain's <laughs> pick. To help himself. Oh my god! Well, if look, if we're facing three more years of Billy Bragg quotations, I think this is not a good three years. This is quite, going to be a, quite an annoying three years. But it does raise the question of, you know, what other ministries should should we <laughs> yes, have? Thank you, Charles. It does. It does. I mean, that's the question that I was wondering mm. um, because there are so many things 
things, you know, so many aspects to our lives, aren't there? Mm. And, and, you know, these ministries only cover certain things, don't yes. they? They cover, you know, transport and health and a few things, but mm. there's more to life than just what these portfolios have. I mean, I, I sort of thought of having a minister for, for the laundry would oh. be rather nice. You know, because it's something we all have to do. Yes. So, and it's annoying. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, having a roads minister. We've all got to use roads. Mm. They're not fun. Um, So why don't we just have somebody who takes care of all the laundry? You just drop it off at a government depot. Oh, that would be so good. Jobs. You wash to the taxpayer's expense. Yes. You pick it up. And the, the minister for laundry could actually work. With the former government in a bipartisan fashion to sort of whitewash all their all their actions for the past three years. Superb idea, even better, even better. Yeah, yes. it could be a, an arm of ICAC. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> I, I, I was thinking what I'd love to see. The thing that consumes mm. most of my time, actually, mm. is, the top priority for me is a minister for guilt. Just someone to help me mm. manage the massive load of just every time I realise I haven't exercised in about three years. Mm. Uh, you know, I haven't achieved my life goals. Just that, I just you know, all that stuff. I just would like someone to help me, you know, just carry that load of self-loathing. Maybe it could be a super portfolio of guilt, shame and resentment. Yes. Or something. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, self-loathing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Too. yes yeah. and they could build, they could fund some sort of centre, in, in, especially, I mean, especially you for you, Dominic. Yeah. Like a yeah. huge sort of a building in the shape of your head. <laughs> and everybody can just go in there and, you know. A, a neighbor, well, they're going to have the neighbourhood drop-in centres sort of for GP clinics. But mm. what about whinging? Mm. I mean, what that's... Sure, oh, the medical is. person, but I want some sort of psychologist counsellor person that can make me feel that my life is, is not a total waste of time despite all the evidence to the contrary. You just go to the Department of Whinging. Yes. I think this is a brilliant idea. See, I, I want a, a minister for text message etiquette. Oh. Mm, because useful. that would be useful. I don't know whether you – your your kids are too young, aren't they, Andrew, mm. to, to sort of do text messages? Well, yeah. My, my kids are sort of entering teenagehood. And Ooh. the way Hartley, my 13-year-old, texts is just – it's not on. Oh. Well, and, a little, little bit brusque, is he? Well, no, it's just like – he literally, and same with Vic and Jenna, who are in their twenties, right? The not young, technically your children. No, Which, to be clear, ju- this is yeah. Freudian nip, the yeah. respected yeah. comedians who but you've they, toured with. But you know, if you're texting them, they will literally, like, they break up even their thoughts between text messages. So they go, oh. you know, like for Harley, it'll be like, "Hey, Dad, can." You know, and the next text message, I have text <laughs> message. You know, three dollars extra. I want to buy some. Chips at the next yeah. visit shops, right? Do they? Really? Is that what it, they do? It's because, you know, in, in Discord and Twitch mm. and all those sorts of messaging services, that's how you sort of do it. You sort of get it out in one stream because they're not, they don't beep at you each time you do it. Mm. But it's really fucking annoying That's, if you're on oh. your phone and you get the like a hundred billion text messages. Well, the interns mm. did that too. Yes, with Slack and Slack. Yeah. Yes, we should have a minister for group chats. Oh, Lay yes. down some oh, laws, yes. not Absolutely. just some etiquette. Laws. Finish the entire thought mm. before you press yes. enter and send the message. Before you finish, and, yeah, just write I, down one thought. Would and, be good. And ideally. Don't send the message. <laughs> but that yes, would require the kids of today, Charles, to have an attention span of more than three seconds. I don't think it's possible yeah. for them to keep look, the beginning of the sentence look, in their mind when they get to the end of it. Can we include Twitter 
in in this ministry. Oh, I think we yeah. could a minister for Twitter. Yes, be good to just shush people a bit. You know. Yes, I mean you know a minister for Zoom meetings, perhaps. <laughs> yes, well, that's you know, right. these meetings are so irritating. If oh. we could just offload them onto the government. Can you imagine the if there was sort of government officers in this mm. new ministry of yeah. Zoom meetings who just came in about ten minutes into a meeting mm. and just said. This doesn't need to exist. This yes, could have right. been. He could have resolved it in three minutes <laughs> in an email. Yeah, in an email yeah. or just yeah. whatever or a Slack well, message. Kind, you're kind of making the mistake there, Domi, of assuming that when you hand something to the government, it'll become more efficient. Oh, Actually, so we do oh. this. Oh, so it'd be like yeah. then suddenly, or we'd have to have like twelve zooms a day. Yeah, <laughs> every meeting would yeah. be. You're right. No, the government official would join the Zoom meeting and then make a very, very ponderous <laughs> exactly. and pompous point well, that didn't end, <laughs> and everyone would just log off and make an excuse. So you'd have the same result. Yep. I'd quite like a um, department of vacuuming, I was thinking. Hmm. Like but most of yours are chores, aren't they? It's chores. Something, yeah, something that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, you're right. I didn't think cooking? of that. Cooking? Right. Minister of cooking? I don't want to do any of these things. It should be a government person. I mean, they collect the rubbish, right? No, no. Whoever thought of, you know, just handing it to the government to collect your bins was a genius. Yes. And it, it makes no sense that we still have to do all these other chores as yes. well. Yes. You know, and, and then, the so what would happen? How would it work with three burly, dirty men? Come yeah, into in, your in house. High vis, in high vis. They come oh, they in have to in high vis. Vis. Vacuum, yeah. And vacuum your house and yeah. do all the other things too. They brush your teeth for you, you know, while, you, while you stood there. Yeah. You know. well, look, and, then, and then shout really loud. It'd be like 5 a.m. And they'd just be yeah, shouting right. really loudly yeah, as they did it. Done at a really well, have you done this tape yet? Yeah, great. And just bang <laughs> things unnecessarily. Yeah. <laughs> but also, if this government wants to create a lot of jobs, they want to solve employment, mm. they want to do this. This would be a fantastic way just to have full employment, just hire everyone to do meaningless shit for the rest of us. Mm. I love it. Absolutely. Mm. This is the most middle-aged conversation we've ever had in the history of the podcast, but I, I'm on board oh, for it. Look, not so much. I mean, I was thinking the, the text message thing also applies to boomers. I mean, boomer men cannot text either. No, no. Oh, yeah. God, no. Where, where you? Yes. They, they write, you know. Yeah, and also they use um, full punctuation and things like that. You know, yours oh. sincerely, mum. <laughs> oh, mums do. And I'm thinking of the dads who oh, write yeah. things like, I go home. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and they take like half an hour to type it out as well. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> you see the dots going for a very, very long time. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, maybe a minister for ministers. I was thinking that could be the ultimate one someone to look after all the bloody ministers mm. so we never have to hear from any of them again. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. All right, so we spoke a few weeks ago on the podcast about the new uh, Greg Norman tournament in Saudi Arabia. So essentially, Saudi Arabia, you know, horrible, brutal anti-human rights regime. Mm. Greg Norman, uh, acclaimed golfer mm. without much in the way of principles, <laughs> very happy to organise mm. um, an event for the Saudis, essentially. Um, who, who like chopping up journalists. Well, you know? well, no, look, you see, he, he addressed this. I mean, some <laughs> did criticise Norman for 
ignoring uh, Saudi Arabia's human rights record, and he didn't. He came out and defended it, <laughs> and what he did was he referred to the, the monarchy's, you know, likely role in the dismembering of the Washington Post journal, journalist Jamal Khashoggi as a mistake. It was a mistake, mm. like Greg Norman getting into bed with the Saudis in the first place. Yes. So, or becoming an international golfer and getting the yips. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Another huge mistake. Oh, you know, he does, he's famous for mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> he's an expert on mistakes yeah. at the last minute. So <laughs> this is the LIV. Sort of an ironic title, isn't it? Live mm. uh, for Saudi Arabia because it's not what the journalists <laughs> get to do. Um, but it's $25 million for this tournament. It just goes to show that if you've got enough money, yes. you can do anything you want. I mean, 20, four Aussies have signed up for this thing. Uh, not including um, oh, really? Adam Scott, fortunately. But a former, a former world number one, Dustin Johnson's headlining it. Oh. Uh, and the, the PGA has tried to stop them from going. It said, you can't do this. It's, it won't let them do it. It's like the... Um, but, 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 wait a minute. Saudi Arabia, does it have much grass? Like, wouldn't it just be all bunkers? Well, I presume... Or, or I haven't seen the details. I presume what it actually is, is that they're, um, like all the things in the Middle East, they've just at vast expense... Mm. Made fake grass in some sort of weird eco dome. Yes, that's right. Sure. You know, yeah. They would have yeah, brought the, the, the grass in, yes. for, you know, from California or something. I mean, because this is what the UAE did. I, I visited there uh, once on my, Sorry to say. And, and yeah, some of the beaches, mm. you know, have just been moved in. It's ironic. All oh, the sand here is not good enough, they thought. So <laughs> they, they just moved the one thing that got sand. Is, you'd think it would be sand. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the, the one thing you have to get. Yeah. It's not nice beachy sand, though. It's, it's sort of deserty sand, which is not so good to sunbake on. It's oh, not that right. kind of very fine, soft white sand. So, look, perhaps they've, they've done that. Or, you know, maybe they've just rung up, you know, putt putt golf in Australia and, and asked to, you know, Install yeah. some of those little windmills. It's just a massive yeah. holy moly. Yeah, well, maybe they've <laughs> taken, you know, the Washington Post offices in, in Riyadh and just, just flattened them for, for a holy moly. That would, that would be very good. But it just made me think if you were in charge of a, of a despotic regime, mm. wouldn't you oh, be yeah. thinking to yourself what a wonderful idea this is to just get some washed-up sports person who nobody respects on board mm. and, and have an event? I mean, I would have thought the next time around – the Saudis wanted to play golf, they'd do it with, you know, beheaded human rights activists. <laughs> the one country oh, hey, where they still behead people in the town square. Well, that's not a bad idea. I mean, look, perhaps they should bring in the, the AFL dummy and, uh, you know, we could, we could see, you know, the, um, the bulldogs kicking around the severed heads from all the public executions. <laughs> oh, imagine the, the mark up mm. there, Kazali. Yeah, I mean, it's a wonderful. I was thinking also, you know those demolition derbies that people have the, at the city, mm. oh, city yeah, speedway yeah. and all that? Yeah. Wouldn't a Tiananmen Square tank derby be a wonderful way to create well, interest in the Chinese regime? I could see Greg Norman getting on board on, he would. on, on that, mm. I, I reckon. Because yeah, the massacre, yeah. he would just say it was an administrative error, mm. wouldn't he, that <laughs> massacre? It was just... It was a typo that someone made. But wouldn't slipper. you'd get Peter Brock to front the demolition derby, wouldn't you? Oh, Charles. Senna, maybe? <laughs> Oh, don't, you, don't you go saying things about Schumacher. <laughs> don't you do that. Sorry. You, no, stop the list. Wait, no good. Lose your voice again. I, uh, look, I was thinking, I took a bit of a different turn because I thought, well, what can North Korea host? Oh, great question. And mm. I was thinking, why not do a TEDx event there? 
TEDx Pyongyang. How would that work, Charles? Well, I think, you know, there would be lots of whip-smart speeches about how great Kim Jong-un is in it. Isn't that the only thing you're allowed to talk about? That's a great idea. Every five days and every single talk is about how wonderful Kim Jong-un is. With an interesting pivot to a new facet of... Well, because I was wondering also about Pyongyang. What can they do in North Mm. Korea? And what I was imagining, you know those um, hot dog eating contests they have at at, um, Coney Island? Oh, yeah. Well, the yeah. first, you could do it with actual dog, which is, you know, not unheard of. Yeah, yeah. But the real, you do it with weevils and sawdust. That's the North Korean <laughs> diet. They've got plenty of money for missiles, yeah. but not none for food. Yeah, I wonder how much, I mean, how, how many kilos of sawdust could you eat in the, in the one sitting? Well, <laughs> it's probably all they'd serve at the TEDx. <laughs> they do love basketball there, though. No, they I, do. I mean, Dennis true. Rodman keeps visiting there and offering to play basketball every fortnight, doesn't he? Mm, That's yes. a good point. He could, I'm, how, how has he not sponsored some in tournament of Surely he basketball. has. I think they, they should do a sort of North Korean-style basketball, I reckon, where you, where you launch the basketball as far as possible into the ocean while mm. swearing to destroy America with it. <laughs> Aggies from Red Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll catch you tomorrow. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.